Everybody likes to talk about how Oscar Shibwe is one of the most dominant college basketball players we've seen in a while, but you know what would make him truly dominant? Is if he learned how to shoot threes. We talk about his recent practices on today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast specifically, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. want to remind everybody out there, we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube right now, really appreciate it. Would also really appreciate it if you went ahead and subscribed. Got a lot of great stuff coming up uh, over the next several weeks. Got SEC Media Days. Got some more Kentucky basketball recruiting news. Got a lot of it today. Before we get to the Kentucky basketball recruiting news, though, I want to talk about what's actually going to happen for Kentucky basketball this season. So if you've been watching Kentucky social media, you've seen, you know, they've been putting out practice highlights. They've been putting out hype videos. They've been putting out a lot of different stuff. In one of the most recent highlight videos, Oscar Shibwe, about midway through the video, knocks down a catch-and-shoot three. Now, we've seen Oscar Shibwe knock down the 15- to 17-footer last season. We saw him develop that part of his game. You didn't really see him do anything that wasn't straight on, uh, whether it be from you know from the free throw line, from the elbow, or from maybe a little bit further than, back than that. You never really saw him try and you know work his way out to the wing and take a jump shot. But you know he was developing that part of his game. It was something that he was actually getting better and better at as the season went on. But he knocked down a, sh- a three. He knocked down a three in this most recent highlight video. He was asked about his shooting on Tuesday by on three. And this is what Shibwe said in response. So this is per Jack Pilgrim of On3 when he was asked about his uh, his ability to shoot the three and whether or not he was going to. Shibwe said, yes, absolutely yes, I plan to shoot threes. I'm working on it. I don't need to go out there and hit a bunch of threes. I just need one or two a game. Then I can stay down low and keep doing my thing. And that is just absolutely phenomenal to hear, but he keeps going. He says, I'm not going for like five three-pointers a game or so. No, I just need one or two. But if I keep making them, then I'll keep shooting them. If I miss, I'll go back to doing what I do. And that is what Oscar Giboy said when asked whether or not he's going to shoot threes. I think that that's fair. It, it, that you, you don't expect your center who has not really taken any threes. I don't believe he took one last season. It, I, don't, I think that's fair to expect him to just kind of slowly ease into this in his third year. Uh, or excuse yeah, his third year in college now. But man, his form, I think, is great. You know, we saw him knock down 17-footers consistently last season. If you're going to get him looks at the top of the key, I think this is great. If you can find ways to run sets where you can get Oscar Shibway looks at the top of the key, I think this is a great plan. I want to see what he looks like, though, whenever he steps, into the, uh, steps to the wing. You run a set where he gets a look in the corner. Let's try and expand his his shooting outside of just straightaway looks, right? And we're gonna get to we're gonna get to why in a second, but I think it's just phenomenal that they're discussing this, that they're practicing this, and you know, Coach John Calipari uh, thinks that this is a great idea. Calipari said, you know, he's been shooting threes, he's been handling the ball better. 
I, Cal said to the media, I believe it was on Tuesday, I told him, if you come back, you have to prove you're a better basketball player. Or why would you come back? Be a second-round pick, be 45, 45th overall. So what? If you want to be a first-round pick, when they watch you, they have to say, man, you're a basketball player. They can't just say you're a rebounding machine. So now you see him bouncing the ball, you see him shooting the ball, he's improved. And this is what I wanted to get to here about this, the, the three-point shot. Well, it's great and it's fun for Kentucky, let's focus on Shibway specifically for a second. So Shibway announced just a, about a month, or, a month and a half, month or so ago, I, I don't remember how long ago it was, that he was returning to Kentucky for his for a final year, right? Part of the pitch, I believe, that Kentucky gave to Oscar Shibway was NIL. If you're going to come back, you're going to be able to strike all these deals and make this money, and you'll be able to do things for yourself, your family, it's going to be awesome. But what we've talked about on this show, about the benefits of returning for one more season, the, some, we, we've talked about it before on the show. In fact, I think we were talking about this before there were even really a lot of rumors swirling about whether or not Shibway would come back. I believe it was actually a listener episode question, uh, or, or listener question episode, where we were talking about you know whether or not Shibway would come back, if he would even think about it. The point I made way back in like, gosh, it might have even been in February, like late February, it's so like, why would Oscar Shibway come back? Well, you look at where he's being mocked. At the time, he was being mocked as a second-round pick. Everybody knew that, and it was just like, okay, well, he, if he goes now, you know, he, he is he's not going to be able to really do a whole lot with his draft stock, and if he comes back, can he really develop? I think that was the question, is can he really develop? And we were sitting here saying, what does he need to develop? Well, I was on ESPN Radio in Lexington a couple weeks ago, and they actually asked me about Kentucky's future NBA prospects, and they asked me about Shibway specifically, and I said, and I think a lot of people hold this same stance, versatility is the name of the game in the NBA. Oscar plays center, right? He's undersized at center. He's great at what he does, but he's undersized. If he can't round out his game to the point where he can shoot a little, handle a little, and pass a little, he's not going to make it as a six foot nine center in, in the league. And whenever I say make it, I, I, I mean consistently start and contribute and be a focal point of a team. He can definitely get into the league. He can definitely rotate around the league for sure. But developing some of these things to become versatile with your arsenal will make you a valuable asset in the NBA. If he can develop a three-point shot, I think he's going to see his draft stock rise. And I don't want to say dramatically, but he will, he will be a first-round selection. If he can shoot the three, he will be a first-round selection. If he can develop the ability to handle the ball a little bit more, I think he's going to see his draft stock improve a little bit more after that. If you can see his ability, his vision, you know, open up just a little bit more, I, I think that if he can continue to do what he's doing in practice right now, he is going to become a legitimate first-round prospect this time next March. And I believe that he can get it done. That was the question. That was the question, right? is if he returns, can he develop? I believe he can. I believe he can. It's not just because I saw one two-second clip of him shooting a three. We got to see the development last season. So during his time at West Virginia, he didn't know how to shoot a jump shot. In fact, his coaches told him not to. He gets to Kentucky. He says, I want to round out this part of my game. He does so. And he does so relatively effectively, right? We got to see it early on in the non-conference slate. It kind of slipped away as the SEC slate continued to grind on, but he was still knocking down jumpers with consistency. He added that to his game. He developed under the Wildcats. Who's to say that he doesn't develop a three-point shot just a couple of feet back? 
Who's to say that he's not working on his handle? Who's to say that he wasn't doing that already? I think that if he applies himself this offseason, and I know he's doing that, I know he's doing that, then I think he's going to work his way into becoming a first-round pick. And we, we've sat here and talked on the show about whether or not Shibway can truly improve and truly take the next step and truly you know become better than he was last season. Statistically, I don't know if it's possible to replicate you know point-for-point, point, rebound-for-rebound what he did last year. But I think film-wise, when you go to watch him and you see what he's good at and what he's not, I think scouts are going to say, oh, well, he's gotten a lot better at that. He's gotten a lot better at three-point shooting. He's gotten a lot better at, at defense. He's, you know, he's overcoming some of the things that, that would make NBA scouts kind of you know, turn their heads and just be like, okay, that's a, it's a six-foot-nine center, and he's only doing one thing well. I think now people are going to look at him as like it's a six-foot-nine center, could potentially put him at four because he can handle the ball and shoot a little bit as well. So I, I'm really excited to see that out of Oscar Sheebway. Before we talk about some Kentucky basketball recruiting, Justin Edwards, Aaron Bradshaw got a lot of interesting things to dive into. I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now virtually impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all of the parts that you need. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the parts that they and their warehouse happen to carry? Why would you do that? Why would you subject yourself to not really knowing what you're going to get when you yourself have Rock Auto at home on your computer and in your pocket? It's really, really simple. You can save time and money when choosing Rock Auto, and they are a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every single customer, and they've got everything you need. It's a really, really easy site to navigate. They've got brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet, and they've got new stuff coming out all the time as well. You can explore their easy dudes website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for their for your car or truck, and you can write Locked On in the uh, How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. It's amazing selection, reliably low prices. It's all the parts your car will ever need. You can check out rockauto.com today. All right, continuing along here on the Thursday edition of Locked On, Kentucky Lance Daw here with you. Justin Edwards has announced his commitment date. So for those of you unaware, Justin Edwards is a five-star wing out of Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, number three overall player in the 2023 cycle, according to 24-7 Sports. He is the number one small forward in the country, one of the best players in the nation coming out of high school, left-handed wing. He has announced his commitment date. He will, he will announce his, uh, his college decision on July 25th. That is a Monday. Then that is right after Peach Jam. He announced that on his Instagram just a couple of days ago. And the, the battle for Edwards has kind of been interesting. So back in April, he announced a, like a top seven and included Auburn, Kansas, Maryland, Kentucky, Tennessee, Villanova, and then the G League. But now he's ruled out the G League, uh, according to what I've seen. And according to On3, this is a Kentucky-Tennessee battle. Nobody else is really in it right now. It's a Kentucky and Tennessee battle. I, know, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Michigan just recently offered him. But this is a Kentucky battle with the Volunteers. On3 gives Kentucky a 64% chance to get Edwards, and no crystal balls have come in on 24-7 sports. So point being, I don't really think anybody really knows where Edwards is going to go. It, based on what I've seen about his, his recruitment, he was a Tennessee lean for a long time. And there's, a, there's another kid here, actually, we're going to get to later on in the show that's very, very similar. Tennessee lean for a while, and now Kentucky's kind of come into the race late. 
And it looks like Edwards actually leaning towards the Wildcats, at least based on what I've seen. He took a visit to uh, Kentucky on November 19th last year. It's been a hot minute. Uh, I believe the Wildcats immediately offered him uh, after that, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Again, the top-ranked small forward in the 2023 class, Justin Edwards, 6'7", 185 pounds, by the way. He is number four overall in the industry average on the 24-7 sports composite. If you don't know the difference between 24-7 sports, their raw rankings, and their composite, the ranking, the raw ranking is what they give the player. And then the composite ranking is their ranking plus all these other media sites that give their ranking, and it's an average of that. So that's the composite ranking, for those of you that don't know. And he jumped nine spots, actually, from number 12 to number three whenever they updated the rankings back in May. I believe we talked about this on the show. Uh, he, uh, he jumped nine spots all the way up to the number three player in the country. Again, number one small forward. You look at Kentucky's roster heading into next season. Would love to have a small forward because Chris Livingston, don't know if he's necessarily going to be here. A lot of signs point to him being a one-and-done prospect for the Wildcats. So, I, I think that... I think that that this would be a great pickup for the Kentucky Wildcats. And again, Tennessee, it's it's a Vols Wildcats battle. Vols Wildcats battle. We we will keep tabs on this. Right now, I I think a lot of people would would say this. Just people that don't know a ton about the situation would lean toward him committing to Kentucky after Peach Jam. And man, that would be huge. For the momentum of this class, we've already got a couple five-star kids. Kentucky's looking at a lot of different prospects right now, and one of them actually just recently pushed back his commitment date. I want to talk about him in just a moment. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. We've talked about this recently. They've got a new flavor. They've been coming out with new flavors just all, all, all the time, and they've got a really, really good one recently. Uh, cho- coconut Brownie Chunk. They've got them in Puffs. They've got them in normal bars. I am personally not a huge fan of coconut, but if you are a fan of coconut, you would probably enjoy coconut brownie chunk. They've also got new ones like birthday cake. We've tried that one recently. They they actually sent me some birthday cake ones. They were actually really, really good. Um, I'm a big fan of white chocolate. We've talked before about how I enjoyed cookies and cream on the show. That's also a flavor that Built happens to carry. Would highly encourage you to go go check out Built Bars at Built.com. They are not only phenomenal, but they are also really, really good for you. Got a, got a lot of protein. They're low in sugar, low in calorie. That's the whole point of Built Bars. Instead of going for a protein bar that doesn't really taste very good, why, why, why do that when you can get something that tastes phenomenal and is just as good for you? Again, Built.com. You can check it out. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, you can use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off. That is over at Built.com. All right, wrapping up the Thursday edition of Locked On Kentucky, Lance Daw here with you. Aaron Bradshaw pushing back his commitment date. So we talked about it recently on the show. Aaron Bradshaw, five-star center out of, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Camden, New Jersey. No, that's DJ Wagner. Aaron Bradshaw pushing back his commitment date. Recently had an interview with Sam Lance of the Zags blog. I'm sure some of you have already seen this. So Bradshaw recently had an interview with with Sam Lance, and within the interview, Bradshaw noted that uh, that he is actually going to be pushing back his commitment date. No, he's not out of Camden. He's out of Camden High School. It's Rossell, New Jersey. My bad. I bet I'm butchering all those pronunciations. But in the interview with Zag's blog, 
Bradshaw said he's pushed his commitment uh, date back, and this is what he had to say. Bradshaw said, me and my mom talked it over, and I just thought I can't be rushing into things. I just have to take my time. I pushed it back a little bit. Not too far, but I pushed it back. Initially, he was going to, I believe, I believe he said he was going to commit either within uh, Peach Jam, which, if I'm not mistaken, runs from July 20, or 17th through the uh, 24th. But now, I guess he wants to push it back a little bit further. And like he said, can't be rushing into things. Something that Jason Markham of Sea of Blue, a Sea of Blue is who he writes for, he pointed this out. He said there in, in a recent article, he said there's been recent buzz growing that Bradshaw could wind up playing in the NBA G League instead of going to college. But if college is the choice, Kentucky and Louisville are the two teams that are mainly battling it out down the stretch, although other schools are still in the running. And Bradshaw recently said, you know, that Kentucky and Louisville are his guys. Bradshaw said he knows a lot of people at both schools. He knows a lot of people that go there right now. Uh, he just knows a lot about them. And he said, though, that there's, it's not just those two schools. There's a, there's a few others that he really likes as well. Jason Markham, Sea of Blue, also pointed out something else that I think is really interesting to note here. So we've talked recently on the show about the importance of Kentucky picking up a, st- a center to kind of fill Oscar Shibway's shoes next season. They've got to. Either that or this time... In March, we, we were, this time next year, we're going to be like, okay, we have found a transfer portal center. At this point, it's either going, we're going to get one in the recruited class or we have to get one through the transfer portal. At least that's my opinion. Kentucky can't, uh, some people may be offended by this. Kentucky, I don't think they could put out Damian Collins at center next year and be okay with it, or Lance Ware. I, I do not think that that would be, I don't think that is a, would be a wise decision, at least not right now. Who knows, maybe Damian Collins pops off. And maybe I'm, talk, uh, I'm singing a different tune next year. But this is something that Jason Markham pointed out. Bradshaw's high school teammate, DJ Wagner, does not want to move where Bradshaw does. They want to split after they graduate from high school. And you say, well, who's DJ Wagner? Well, if you don't know, DJ Wagner's the number one player in the country in the 2023 recruiting cycle. He's a combo guard. Currently has three crystal balls to go play for Kentucky. And the most recent crystal ball actually came in six days ago. So we talk here for a second about prioritizing what you need, right? Prioritizing what you need as a team. You look at next year's roster. The question I think we have to ask ourselves here, does Kentucky need Bradshaw more, five-star center and Bradshaw more, than a combo guard? Do they need him more than a combo guard? And I, I, it's this is not just any combo guard. This is the number one overall combo guard in the country. It's a really tough spot for Kentucky because if these kids say they don't want to play with each other, they're not going to play with each other. At least I don't believe it. I believe what they say, which is we want to go elsewhere. So I, I think that Kentucky really has to weigh their options here. Do they want the number one, number one overall player in the country or do they want a five-star center? And we've talked about him before on the show. By the way, number 15th, uh, number 15 overall prospect in the uh, 24-7 sports composite rankings. We talked about him uh, with with uh, Jason Jordan of Sports Illustrated here on the show. You know, he's a guy that, that you know, defines the modern NBA big man. He is literally just a modern NBA big. He can handle it. He can shoot. He's tall. He's aggressive on the offensive end. And uh, I, I really like his play style. I've not seen enough of Wagner to really give an opinion other than the fact that I know that he's ranked number one overall in in the country for a reason. But again, this is a really tough spot for Kentucky. 
will be interesting to see how that shakes out. But yeah, Aaron Bradshaw, again, pushing his commitment day back. I'm sure there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that we just simply don't know about. I bet that are tied with him, with other schools. I know that Kentucky really wants both of these kids, but if you can't get them, you got to pick one. Be interesting to see how that shakes out. There's one more thing I wanted to point out here before uh, we uh, we headed out. So Will Levis, Kenneth Horsey, DeAndre Square, all three of those guys, seniors, quarterback, offensive guard, and linebacker, they have been selected as Kentucky's three representatives at SEC Media Days. That is coming up next week. I think that these are all three great picks. You know, Square has almost 250 career tackles. Horsey's been starting uh, on the offensive line for three years. Levis has first-round hype. I mean, these are all great selections. All seniors, all veteran guys that have put up numbers, that are respectable, that are well-known, not just within the league, but within the country. And I I think this is great. Great for SEC Media Days. It's great for us because we're going to be there. And I hope to uh, have a conversation, hopefully, with either Levis, Horsey, Square, or Mark Stoops, potentially, if we get the uh, opportunity. It's going to be a lot of fun in Atlanta next week. Make sure that you are following the uh, the podcast, whether it be on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed already, would really appreciate that. If you're following on just listening through, through podcast, you know, hit me on the socials. That will do it for today's episode of Locked on Kentucky. You can follow us on Twitter at Locked on UK. Keep up with all the SEC Media Days content there. You can follow the show on Instagram at Kentucky Podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter at Lance Daw underscore. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked on Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day and God bless.